0: I want to thank you all for coming. This is Dr. Shonda Garner-Brooks with the Family Strong Foundation. Family Strong Foundation is the nonprofit organization that has been hosting these calls since March 25th. And we are in – I've lost track. I think we're on call number 30. Family Strong Foundation has been in existence since 2012 working to strengthen our families in order to improve our community. If you have seen the news lately, St. Landry Parish, our youth are running amok because they lack guidance at home, and it's not always intentional. Sometimes parents lack the skills necessary to help their children, and a lot of times Parents are working we've got this misconception that parents are just sitting at home. We have very low unemployment rate here in St. Landry Parish, which means our parents are working and while they're at work, we have a fifteen year old a seventeen year old that shot at a group of people and a fifteen year old returned fire, and killed the 17-year-old. And so that's right here in little old Opelousa. That's not Beirut or Afghanistan. That's right here in a city of 16,000. And so we're working to change the status of our community. I'd like to thank our financial sponsors, St. Landry, Evangeline, United Way. Their financial donations have ensured that this, these calls will be here throughout the pandemic to provide the support and resources that you need. I'd also like to thank United Healthcare Community Plan and Ms. De- Deborah Jones for all the support that they've provided, not only for this call, but for the last four years. Today, our first guest speaker is Ms. Roby from the Census Department. And let me pull up her bio. We are, folks are still joining on the call. We are about 30 people strong right now, and I expect more to be joining us. So I know it's kind of quiet. It makes you wonder who's there, but we do have this folks there. Ms. Roby Esquire is a native of Madison, Mississippi. She received her Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Mississippi Cross Institute for International Studies in 2010. Ms. Roby holds a 2014 law degree from the University of Mississippi School of Law. She is currently a partnership specialist with the United States Census Bureau, and she now works to engage local leaders in the state of Mississippi to help educate the public about and increased participation in the upcoming 2020 census. I'd like to welcome Ms. Roby. You are on mute. You will need to dial star six to unmute yourself.
1: Uh, Good morning, everyone. Um, thank Good you morning. again for having me on the call today. It was planned <laughs> that we are here and I'm um, speaking on Louisiana Census Day. So I am a partnership specialist in Mississippi. I've been working um, more closely with the Louisiana partnership team um, for about a month now. And so I just want to give you guys a quick update about where we are in the 2020 census. Um, just a brief overview so that everybody knows why we are in such dire need to get people counted. Um, So most people know that the census um, is a one- in ten-year population count, counting the population, but it really is much more than that. Um, It's actually a constitutionally mandated um, event that does occur every ten years. Um, It's constitutionally mandated to occur primarily for apportionment reasons, so to determine the number of seats that each state gets in Congress, so for representation, Um, But census data is used for much more than that. It really is all around us. It also um, affects redistricting. So every year after the census is taken, our state legislators redraw our legislative districts, which affect not only our federal legislative districts, but also um, our state and our local legislative districts, um, even um, affecting or impacting our school districts and our voting districts. Um, And then census data is used for um, the allocation of federal funds, or really the distribution of federal funds. So every year, each state receives a certain dollar amount of federal funds that is based on the count of the population, which is derived from the census data. So we're talking about funds that pay for services such as Medicaid, Medicare, Head Start, SNAP, WIC, CHIP, um, the National School Lunch Program, Crime Victim Assistance Fund money for rural health care centers, money for um, roads and transportation. So any federally funded program um, derives its funding from how many people are in each state, and we get that number from the census data. So when I say the census is important and that it matters, it really, really, really does. Um, The goal of the 2020 census is to um, count everyone once, only once and in the right place, So let's see where we are right now. What we've been looking at as partnership specialists is actually two data metrics. One is the self-response rate. So since March of this year, we've been um, monitoring how communities are responding to the census on their own. So that's online at my2020census.gov, by phone at one 844 330 2020, that's our English language line, or by mail when we send um, questionnaires to households. Currently, we're also in an operation called non-response follow-up. So after a certain period of time, the Census Bureau has actually begun to send out census takers to go door-to-door to visit homes for households who have not yet responded to the census. And so those are kind of the two data points that we've been um, focusing on, that we've been looking at. Currently, nationally, um, we've touched 88.2% of households across the nation. 75, I mean 65, excuse me, 65.5% of those households have been through that self-response method, so people responding online by phone or through the mail. we touched an additional 22.7% of those households during the non-response follow-up operation. In Mississippi, we've touched 80.1% of households in the state, so that ranks us 48th among states. Um, Self-response percentages for Mississippi is 59.2% of households throughout the state have responded to the census. That ranks 45th um, nationwide, and we've touched another 20.9% of households during the non-response follow-up operation. In Louisiana, we've touched 80.8% of households, so that ranks 45th among among states in the nation. 58.6% of those households have responded to the census um, via self-response, and that ranks 47th in terms of self-responses amongst states. We've touched an additional 22.1% of households during a non-response follow-up operation in Louisiana. In Texas, um, we've touched 85.9% of households, so that ranks 36th amongst. States in the nation, 61% of those households have responded on their own during the self-response phase, um, and that ranks 38th among states. And then 24.9% of those households addition, in addition to the self-response we've touched via the non-response follow-up, our door-to-door operation. So that gives you a little bit of a picture of where we are in these three states. Um, all of this data can be found online um, at 2020census.gov we actually have data in terms of our self-response rate um, that's broken down by state, um, by county, by city and town, um, and by congressional district and by tribal area. So the data gets pretty specific, and all of this data is updated daily. It will be around 2 o'clock Eastern time. And so if you're interested, I just encourage you, to visit our website, 2020census.gov, and and check out how your community is faring with the census. And so I say that just to say we still have a long way to go, um, and our our deadline for responding to the census, whether it's door-to-door knocking or via self-response, is September 30th. So we're just a few weeks out from the deadline of the 2020 census, and again, when we're talking about money and power we talk about representation and we're talking about the money that's coming into the state i mean you know we 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 need we have a lot of work to do in these couple of weeks and so we need your help um we need you to spread the word about about the census let people know that um one that they can open the door for census takers coming to their homes we have to abide by federal state and local health guidelines every census bureau employee that comes to home will have um personal protective equipment, so they'll have a mask. they probably have gloves on. They'll have a Census Bureau badge that has the United States Department of Commerce, U.S. Census Bureau watermark on it. It'll have a photo um, on the badge, and it'll have an expiration date on it. They'll also be carrying a black, it's usually a black um, canvas bag that has the 2020 Census logo on it. And so that's a way to identify the census workers. They won't come into home um, for this census, of course, due to the ban- pandemic, but they will have a uh, tablet or phones where they can collect responses from individuals there, and so they can assist in those responses. Um, we know that people are concerned about privacy, confidentiality, so that's something else that we're stressing is that the census is safe, it's easy, and important. So none of the data can be shared with no other agency, so not ICE, not the FBI, not the local police, not the IRS. Um, this data is confidential, and it only comes out as numbers in terms of the um, data and statistics Um um, regarding our population. So we need people to answer the door for the census takers, but we also need them to know that if for some reason they don't feel comfortable doing so or maybe they've missed the census taker coming to their home, they can respond via that self-response method still. So they can still go online, still call in the number, or if they have their paper questionnaire just sitting on the table, they can go ahead and turn that in. Um, I would just encourage you all to get in touch with your local partnership specialist Um I'll provide my contact information in just a second, but even the folks in Mississippi, Louisiana, feel free to contact me. Texas is actually in a separate region, but you can still contact me, and I can try to figure out how to get to um, those partnership specialists in case you haven't already. And we're just here to support your efforts on the ground by providing information and by supporting our community partners in spreading the word about the census. Um, we're also trying to establish mobile questionnaire assistance centers, so we actually can send census takers out to an event like a food distribution site or a mass distribution site, and I'll have tablets making assist and collecting responses from those individuals there. And then also post on social media. Um, we have a lot of graphics on our website, 2020census.gov. Or again, you can contact me, and I'll share some of those with you. Um, Just whatever you can do in your daily talks with community members, family members, um, faith-based members, your coworkers, just ask people, have you completed the census? Um, And it really does just go a long way and makes a huge difference. And also, if if you can um, do any kind of media in just terms of radio interviews or media interviews, that's just another good way for us to spread the word about the census. So I hope that gives you guys a better idea of where we are, what we have to do in these past two weeks, and just encouraging you to help us encourage others to complete the 2020 census. My phone number is um, 678-938-1071. That's 678-938-1071. My um, email address um, is my name basically. So it's Kyra K Y R A. D dot D as in Delta dot R O B Y at 2020 Census dot gov. That's K Y R A dot D dot R O B Y at twenty twenty census dot gov. And we'll actually be in Louisiana this week, uh, headed to Shreveport in a few hours. <laughs> and so we're doing a blitz just trying to get community members um, to answer the door for the census takers and to also know that they can still respond to the census um, on their own. So that that's um, it for me. Like I said, I hope this was helpful, and I hope you're encouraged to help us encourage others. Remember, uh, we have once every 10 years to shape our future. So once these numbers are locked in, they're locked in. And we need to make sure that um, we get a complete and accurate count for our communities.
0: Thank you for having me again. Thank you very much, for, Robbie. I appreciate your t- taking time out to join us. Louisiana, this is a very important because in the last census, we actually lost, I believe we lost um, some congressional seats or something, if I'm not mistaken, because of underreporting. So it's extremely important that you complete the 2020 census.